Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. Welcome to the episode of Marketing for Your Boring Business, helping your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Today, we're going over landing pages 101 for badass beginners. We're talking with the landing page badass herself, Liz Teresa. She's an online business expert from Boston with skills that are just, she makes me look bad. She's a business developer, she's a copywriter, online marketer, graphic designer, and web developer. A bulk of what she does is she helps entrepreneurs and small businesses with what they need to get their business off the ground. She's the founder of Concept to Creation, the flagship program, which she blends her roles as both strategist and designer and developer for her clients. And we were having a whole like pre-show talk about how she's getting married in November and how exciting it's going to be. And we are two nerds made in heaven. And I think that once again, guys, the podcast has brought me another beautiful friendship to share with you guys. Liz, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. And I share the soul bond feeling that you have right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty excited. All right, guys, <laughs> we're going to do our very best to stay on track. There might be some sidetracking, but you know what? Roll with it. You're in traffic or cleaning your dishes anyway. So oh, let's yeah. do this. <laughs> I hate dishes. Oh my God. Gross. <laughs> Don't it's even. It's like my least favorite thing to do. If you saw my sink right now, guys, I think that you would be really disappointed in me, <laughs> but you know what? Something has to give. And yeah. in my house, it's the dishes. <laughs> I could, gloves? No, I don't. I, I am the worst with my hands. If you're watching the video, you can see my hands are totally horrible, but I, I, I don't do my dishes, so I don't really need gloves. I, okay. I'm that bad. Like yeah. I cannot wait for my kids to be big enough so I can make them do dishes. <laughs> awesome. So, but <laughs> Like all of our boring business owners, I'm sure that you guys have things that you hate in your business and things that you're actually not sure about either. And one of them is landing pages. I connected with Liz because I kept getting people asking me about, Desiree, you're always talking about landing pages, like how you need them for social media to share, drive that traffic. And I don't know what that entails. So let's dive into it. Liz. What is a landing page? <laughs> so you might already have a website and usually you have a website. It's kind of like the chicken and the egg, but not exactly. But usually there is a website or an established brand before you start talking about landing pages. A landing page, and this is how I like to describe it for my own clients that have the same question as yours, where they're like, a landing page, what is that? What are you saying? Like, they look at me like with this strained face, like, do I really have to learn something new? It's like this like pain. And so I totally relate to the pain that you're, you're getting at. Um, I describe them as highly converting pages. They're a single page, a landing, you, you would have like a single landing page, they're singular. They have no menu, which is what I mean by highly converting because they are created to captivate the attention of the person that arrives at the page and get them to do one specific action, um, whatever that is. So for most businesses, the action might be 
please sign up for my mailing list, pretty please with sugar on top. And I'll give you like my firstborn child or a free download, like a free <laughs> book or something. So that's like, sometimes people use it to build their list. But if, if you're not a list building person, like if you're like, I mean, that, I mean, most people are, but if you aren't, it doesn't mean that landing pages aren't for you. It's really just that they're designed to do one specific thing. So I've actually, I've created landing pages for people that just want people to contact them. So, but some businesses, they don't want to grow their email list specifically, but they might want to increase the number of leads that they get via a contact form or something. Okay. So that, that makes a sense. A page on your website or an extension of your website that accomplishes one task, no mm-hmm. tabs, no extra distractions, like phone numbers, addresses. It's just, here's what I want you to do. Here's what I want you to do. Um, there should be some branding there. Like, so people have recognition that it's you. So that's what, when I said, like, if you already have a website or established like brand image, that should inform the design of the page to some extent. Um, but definitely, yeah, getting people to do that one specific thing. So then how are they going to work for businesses? So, okay, it's this page with my brand on it and it's only doing one thing, but what is my business supposed to do with it? Exactly. So that's when I always tell people to determine your number one primary call to action. And so this is actually something that I totally recommend people do, even if, even if you're not even thinking of landing pages for the moment, if you're even going into the website design process for a main website, like a full website, I always have people list their calls to action um, in order of importance. And so a call to action, see, I'm like throwing this word around a lot. Call to action is a desired thing that you want the people to do when they get to your site. So just to give you some examples, you might want people to read your blog and like you also might want people to watch a video you might want people to opt into your list and you might want people to schedule a consultation. But what do you want people to do first? That's kind of your primary is going to be whatever is number one. So for me, I like to have people set up a call with me, schedule a consultation. That's actually my number one goal. Um, for most, I would say for most online businesses, it's going to be to build your list. But that part's up to you. Once you determine that primary call to action, that landing page will be designed to get more people to do that. So it's actually, you'll, you will have exponentially more success with a landing page because just simply because of the way that it is designed, it's designed to capture leads. That's really what they're designed to do. So captivate attention, capture leads. I like using those words because they really, they, they really drive it down to what we want people to do. And so once you have a page that's going to do that, you can pretty much, then the next thing becomes, we have to get people going there which might lead to maybe your next question. <laughs> Actually, my question is, what if I have more than one desired call to action or I guess goal for my business? So like maybe my objectives are, I want people to opt in. I want people to call. I want to give people a freebie. What does that do? Because we talk about all that stuff on the show and in social. So what if I have more than one call to action or objective? Many landing pages. I'm just kidding. (laughs) And you know, you ask a complicated question, you're going to get a really simple answer. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. I I would say then, I mean, if, especially for your number one and your number two, I think it's a really good idea to have two really strong landing pages for your top two calls to action. I think that's a wicked good idea. Um, If, 
I mean, I would say start with your number one so you can make sure that like it's jiving with you. Like don't like just go out and buy 10,000 landing pages um, wherever you wanted to get it done or like if you were hiring a designer or a developer to do it, whether it's that or you're like, I'm gonna get the lead pages pro subscription and pay a million dollars. Like I'm not even sure what it costs, but <laughs> that's just like, yeah, I would say pick one to start. But yeah, if you do have multiple calls to action for landing pages, it means multiple landing pages and for a website design, more like in more that's a little bit more broadly for a main website that would mean making sure they I actually like to say to people that they just literally and I, I use this word intentionally but they literally appear in that order usually on the site design so at the top would be your most important one you know followed by the second most important one and so on um just as you can imagine you know somebody looking at it on their phone going la 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 because it's like what we do we swipe you know that's kind of the idea. She's swiping with her fingers and her thumbs okay. to. Oh yeah. To start. I'm Italian. I talk with my hands, so I'm like. Meh. I'm not Italian, and I talk with my hands, so I don't. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I'm a mom. <laughs> I'm mom. I do gestures a lot. I don't know if that's like a new thing, but you know. Yeah. So so I have these landing pages, and I think it's a great tip to start with one, and probably like make sure it's working for you as best you can can i give it like a chance to understand how it works and stuff so i have a call to action and i want that to be let's say just for our scenario here i want people to pick up the phone and make an appointment with me or email me like let's set up a, a some way where we're have i'm having a conversation with this person that's coming to this landing page now now what am i completely technologically inept lack of understandingness of this what do i do i actually think for that specific call to action it's even more important to focus on the message that you're using so like the copywriting the words on the page i think that's where that comes into play because when we think about landing pages usually we're thinking about opt-ins so we're usually thinking about newsletters and i think the copy for for getting people to opt into your list is a lot easier because you can be like download my free video and your life will change forever. Like, I mean, like it can get pretty simple, but when you're focusing on getting more leads, I think then your messaging needs to be a little bit more personal. And so what I would advise people to do is, well, for copywriting in general, make it as easy as possible. Like, so use easy words. So like, I even say schedule a free call with me instead of consultation, because like a consultation sounds like, I don't know, like, like a marriage, it's like a big deal or something like, and so I try to make it as easy and simplistic as possible. So I always say use simplistic language specifically to get more leads. I also think it would be a value to have some testimonials there. So testimonials from people that have like, you know, that know you in a professional way, usually people that have done are your clients. So clients that really like you. They don't need to be video snippets or anything, but at least pull quotes with like their face being like, like if like I did a consultation with you, I'd be like, oh, she's the best. Like, let's, you know, yeah, can you not call her? Like, do you know what I mean? You want people like that. And yeah, why so, aren't you calling me? Yeah, here we are. You want <laughs> yeah. social proof. That's a word that people would use to describe that social proof. Definitely. Yeah. Okay, so it sounds like our steps. One, determine our call to action. Two, lock down your message. Three, include a testimonial of some kind, probably with a picture. All right, so I've written all this stuff down. I've got that Word doc going with it. I've gotten some testimonials from my customers, guests, clients, whatever that word is for you. Now what? You got to make it, right? Okay. 
make you it feel emotionally ready for this. I I am a let's do this kind of a person. <laughs> so let's let's roll, Liz. Let's roll. Awesome. So once I would say once you've kind of settled on your primary call to action, then you have to kind of like say, okay, now I'm ready to make it. So you have your cop. I would say get your copy down. So like you've written the notes and stuff. Make sure your copy is like written down. You have all the words written down. In other words. And then I say, this is where you can kind of make pivots. So picture like you have like three paths or something, right? You can have one path be like, you know, that you have like, I would say someone that you know, like professionally, like a designer that's like a friend of yours or a developer that knows how to make landing pages. I always err on the side of making a custom landing page, just because in my opinion, I think that you can tell they like look less, they look a little nicer. Um, and I think that it could be more highly converting because you'd have somebody worrying about making sure that it converts because you'd have a designer who's like has to look at it and know how to make people want to do something. So let's talk, let's talk about that. Okay. So yeah, you're talking about making a custom thing. So I would think that most of my boring business owners are pretty like into doing their job, you know, yeah, they're in people's mouths, they're kicking tires, they're plumbing for people. Plumbing. Yeah. Plumbing for people. It's a, it's a, it's a verb. It's a verb now. I like it a um, lot. And so they, so you're talking about their web person, the person that they hired to do their website are making a custom one. So you're talking like they custom code it and stuff. Or are you talking about they use like a third party tool to actually, make that landing page for yeah. them? I would actually say when I do it for people, so I use WordPress for everything. I'm like if WordPress were a man, I mean, I might marry it. Like I use WordPress all the time. <laughs> so when I go to make landing pages, I, I always, I use WordPress. And so I also use a page builder. So that way it's really easy for my clients to make changes. And of all the page builders, there's lots, there's lots of nerd controversy there. But what I, what I like to use is Beaver Builder. One, because the name is kind of adorable. And two, because it's actually one of the most lightweight page building platforms that I've used for my clients. It doesn't suck up all the energy on your site and doesn't usually explode or anything. So it's usually pretty calm and fun to use. And so what it is, it's a basically a drag and drop interface. So when I do make it for my clients, they can just click like, you know, an edit icon to edit the text and just hit update when they're done, when they want to make a change. So that way it does still feel like yours. But that means that like somebody else went through the the worry of putting it together in a way that it's going to be mobile responsive and is going to like look badass and cool. So for those of us that aren't web savvy, what kind of tools do you recommend that could work in a similar way, but not going in the back end? Like I know some people that are just super afraid yeah. of the back end of their website because like I hit a button and the whole thing died. So like what are <laughs> maybe some other tools available besides that Beaver Builder within yeah. WordPress? Cause that's like a whole like WordPress add an extension, figure out the tool within WordPress. And yeah, I know my web web developer hates it when I go into the back end to do anything but blog. So what other <laughs> tools are there that are available? Tough, tough developer. No, I'm just kidding. There's, there's a couple other ones. Um, so yeah, if you, if you don't feel comfortable, uh, like that kind of comfort level with your website, I definitely recommend lead pages over in, like instead of click funnels. Some people are like, oh, click funnels is so fun. But like, I think that it's like, I don't know how it's called click funnels because it's not that fun. But I personally recommend lead pages. I think it's way easier to use. They make like in like the support is a lot easier to talk to. So for a wide variety of reasons, I would say looking at a platform like lead pages would be bomb. 
Because like I said, my web developer gets mad when I touch my site. I also use lead pages for my landing pages. I find it easy drag and drop. Like once I've made one that I know works, I can kind of just keep duplicating it. And it's just not, I after I have my copy written, I can probably put together a landing page in like 15, 20 minutes. So it's shit. Yeah, go get a coffee. Yeah. Once it's, or do it while I get coffee. Do it while I wait for, (laughs) do it while I wait for coffee. It's one of those things where the tool will help you make it easy. And once you figure it out, like I think the hardest part about any new marketing tool and learning is once you, you have to sit with it and figure it out. And mm-hmm. then the, and, and once you're comfortable with it, the, it'll get easier for you so that when you can make, we talked about tweaking and testing while you're tweaking and testing your stuff, mm-hmm. it's easy for you to make those adjustments if you are doing it yourself. And I also think it's like embrace the process of it is part of it. So like if anybody has this like perfectionist person inside of them, that's always correcting the things that they do and, you know, gets frustrated easily, embrace the process that you're learning something new. And, you know, you're like, you might make a landing page and love it. And then like a week later, you're like, it's not working as well as it could. And then you'll change it again anyway. And like, just kind of embrace the change because I don't know, at least my I hate the word journey because it's so cheesy, but like my entrepreneurial journey that I'm on or whatever, it's had a lot of, and I'm waving my arms about, so if you're not video-y, you can't see it, but like, I'm like, it's like a lot of bumps in the road where, you know, you ups and downs. That's what I'm trying to say. Ups and downs. That will happen. You could always say it's the climb and then you could like start singing Miley Cyrus songs. I was just going to say, you're so Miley. You're just being Miley. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Be Miley. No, yeah. um, don't, don't do that. I mean, we're totally no. kidding. Thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a quick commercial break. This podcast is brought to you by All In One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month. All In One started with a mission to put military spouses to work anywhere they are stationed in the world while making fair wages with job flexibility no matter what military life demands of them. With packages starting at just $125 a month, All-in-One will help your business grow through social media with custom graphics, daily posts, targeted Facebook advertising, and more. All-in-One's packages cover all your social media marketing needs with unlimited support and feedback, as well as advice for posting and marketing that you can do yourself. Head to allinonesocialmedia.com today to find the package that's right for you. That's allinonesocialmedia.com. And now back to the show. Anyway, so we're on our steps. So determine our call to action, lock down our messaging, include a testimonial, and then you've got to make it, whether that's in the back end uh, with the WordPress or your website or having your web developer put something together for you or using a tool like Lead Pages. I made it. Woohoo. Now what? So now, well, one thing I want to add in about the page is that I really think it makes a big difference if you change the word on the action button to something that's like an action word. So not just like submit, but like if it was to download a free, a free gift, say download now, or if you're giving away a free video, you could say watch now. So making sure that your call to action button isn't so generic, I think is also important because people like taking action. And so, and it's a, it's a more active tense. So like, that's just a small thing that you can do to make your pages more highly converting. If anybody wants to try to do that. But what was the question? Because I wanted to throw that in really quick. I'm no, sorry. That's, that's a great tip. No, it's always better to have to re-ask questions and not have good tips. And that's a, that's a big one. So change, change the action on your button. Done. So we've made it. 
I'm guessing we'll include you've made the link live as right. part of that making it. Then what? I've made a landing page. How do I distribute it to the masses? What's the point of making it? Like I, I made it for this call to action. How do I built it? How do I make them come? I think that that's, that's an awesome question. So I would say the answer, the answer is a lot, it's a longer answer. Cause I would say you have a lot of different places to use it. I have a few favorite places to use my landing page links. I like in your social media links. I think that's a really great place to use landing page links because you're basically just going to get new blood. Usually the people that click those links aren't usually people that are your friends, unless they're being lazy and they don't want to just like type your website. Like <laughs> they're usually not clicking to your Facebook to go to your site. The people that usually click your links on your social media profiles are new blood. And what, what do you want to do with new blood? I'm like making it sound like they're animals, but like, what do you want to do with new blood? You, you want them to basically, you know, give you their information. And so that's why I would say your social profiles is an awesome place to do it. Facebook groups. On your, I, I have the answer. You want your new blood to be infused into the body that is your business. That is, that's a very delicious answer. I watch a lot of True Blood. It's cool. I was I was feeling that. I was like a little Vampire Diaries, True Blood feeling right there. It just felt good. It felt, felt Halloween-y. <laughs> yeah, I am really sorry. This is such a goofy episode. Like I said. I like it so much. Kindred spirits right here. So, <laughs> but I, I hope you guys are still listening because this is actually fantastic information. I am like vigorously taking notes because. I know you look so professional and cool. You're <laughs> such a good interviewer. You're like really good. Right, guys, right? Just remember that when I'm having a really bad episode. So what are maybe, so I'm obviously we can talk about distribution, like normal pages, mm. like send them in your email list, or you can probably do a Facebook post, Twitter post, LinkedIn post, all of the posting to drive the traffic, obviously posting on a regular basis and mm -hmm. seeing how it converts, maybe throwing some ad dollars behind it. Mm. Where do you think would be like a unique place that maybe people don't kind of their go-to isn't, for sharing their landing pages? I see, I get a lot of traction from Facebook groups and commenting on threads where they say things like, like, does anyone have, I'm just giving an example. And like, yeah, or yeah, here's one that I use a lot because I have a podcast and this isn't where I'm driving traffic to a landing page, but driving traffic to my podcast. But the same would work for people like asking for a certain resource that you might have. But if somebody says something like, does anyone know a good podcast about business or bleh? And then I'm like, I'm like, oh, like, go listen to my podcast on my website. I sound cooler than this, right? But like, I sound cool. And then like, I send them there. And then they're like, oh, this is so cool. I get like, so much traffic from sending links in threads like that. And it's funny, because like, I'm not really a thread reader. But I think there are a lot of thread readers in the world that would look for things like that. So if you have like a free resource or something that you're giving away with this, this landing page, like maybe you like, I'm just coming out. Oh yeah. So maybe you're like a, a health and wellness professional and you're like, you have a, a, a green smoothie that tastes like cake. I don't know. And it's so good, but it's like also like doesn't exist, but yes, I yeah. get what you're saying. We're pretending. And then like, so then the, then like you see this, this lone person on the internet who's like, if only there was a smoothie recipe that tasted like cake. I mean, it doesn't have to be that specific, but obviously that's the point where you can walk in and be like, here I am, ah, nah, 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 you know, and like, you know, do your thing. But I would say when you do go to do this Facebook group business, make sure you read the group rules and regulations because like every group has tons of rules and regulations. But as long as you don't break them, you can still, you can still get email addresses that way. 
I find that it's invaluable to put, so using your landing page is like an ongoing marketing tool. So my listeners, I of course are brilliant marketers who are just going to do nothing but eat up every word I say and do everything I tell them to do. So they all have video that they're all actively doing video and on YouTube. And if this is something that you actually do in all seriousness, I always find a way in my videos to have a landing page call to action of some way in the video, or at least in that, in like the description below. Yeah. So like an ongoing one for me, and hopefully it will still be live whenever you're listening to this is how military families use social media to make buying decisions. So on my military marketing Monday videos I do, I include that in there because the whole purpose of it is to educate business owners and marketers about military life so that they can understand the demographic to market to them better. So mm-hmm. like that's an ongoing theme and call to action that I use to, to do it. And what's nice about landing pages is you can keep using them. It's not like I have to make a new one every week. Like, yeah, like, with, the, yeah, like with your social media, even if you're just posting three really valuable pieces of content a week, that's still three pieces of content you have to come up with every week, whether it's photos or a post or a message, your landing page is something that you can keep recycling once you've got it working for yourself. They don't show age like other things do online. I mean, if, I it, if it's in like old school HTML, it might have age, but perhaps I, the comic sans isn't working for you in that case. <laughs> And that bright fuchsia with the blue text <laughs> or like the highlighted, we could do probably a whole episode of about like that. what not to do, which oh, might yeah. actually have to happen. That but would be a good episode. <laughs> it really would. Cause really would. we get to talk again and we get yeah. to talk about all the things I, that annoy us on the internet. Another thing, cause you said video stuff, like using it as a call to action in your videos. I actually use my landing page in my podcast at the beginning. I actually did like a small promo spot. It's, which is delightful to hear, by the way. It's very good. I, if I say so myself. I don't know. I recorded it. I did this recently. And I, yeah, I basically recorded a small promo like ad just for my landing page. And I just keeping, if you're going to record something like that or record your own promo and insert it into videos or, or audio things, because my podcast is just all audio, that I think that's also a good idea. And just keeping it as short and simple as possible. Um, that's also really good. My podcast producer is going to love this. He's like, great, Desiree, I've got more work I have to do in your podcast because, you know, he's not busy enough. But no. I, I, yeah, our, my, you know, that would make a lot of sense. Like use your digital real estate in any way possible and, and an intro, like wherever you're marketing your business, you should mm. be having that, that freebie, that call to action, that landing page that you can keep using. Could be mentioned in your cover photos too for your social profiles. Yeah, like you can use that blue button underneath your cover that's like, that's mm-hmm. specifically a call to action, whether it's send a message or call now or visit or learn more. You can like make your cover image or cover video and point those arrows down to it to draw attention to it. That's a, a phenomenal. You can put it in like your links for Instagram, your links for Twitter. You can put it in, mm-hmm. there's so many places to put it and keep oh, using yeah. it as long as, like I said, figure it out. And then, and then distribute it. Yep. So how many, I, I want to know how many landing pages do you advise people to have? So like I have an on, like for, for all in one, I have like four mm-hmm. that I kind of cycle through on an ongoing basis. And I try to make a new landing page and opt-in every month for a new video. Again, I think I'm a bit more aggressive than most people yeah. because of, of what I do. 
But for other people that have, again, our more boring businesses, like our roofers, our dentists, our contractors, our everyday mom and pop people, what do you think is a good number of landing pages for them to have, for them to cycle through for their content distribution? I'd say one or two. I really think less is more. Um, and I kind of think it's just because you're, I think it's best to always stay in your zone of genius. And so for you, it's easier to just be like, I'm going to do that. Cause I'm good at marketing. Cause you are, that's like your thing. But like for them, like if they're like, I'm a roofer and roofs are my thing. And so I'm going to raise the roof. Like, and that's like what they do. Right. So like you have to see that, I mean, they're not dreaming about landing pages like you are. Right. So I would say if you can do one or two and make sure you just use the crap out of them, I would say one first. And then if you're liking where things are going, you can do two and be a little bit more fancy pants. I think that's a good idea. I literally have to mute my mic because I giggle so much. <laughs> so with our one or two landing pages, do you think that your first one, like if you're going to have just one, one mm. landing page, what do you advise that landing page is like objective to be? Should it be a freebie to put them into like a drip campaign? Should it be, you know, call me now? Like, what do you think has the most success for more everyday businesses for that in that wheelhouse? I'd say, I would still say a free thing. It might not be like an information product kind of freebie. It could be more of like a promotional one. Like, you know, if you fill out this form and opt in, like you'll get a, you could get a free consultation offer that way. I mean, like you could think about doing your free consult offer through an opt-in form in that kind of a business. You could get a free like coupon for like I mean, I just got one from like my auto dealership for free wiper blades. If I do something or I don't know, it was, I didn't really, I didn't fully commit to it, but it was something like you could get like free wiper blades. So you can think about what your free offer could be. And I lean people to free offer just because I think it's still a softer ask than getting people to pick up the phone and call you. And I think for your first page, it's good to start with the free offer because I think you'll see more success and it will get your, your blood moving in a good direction. It's a great incentive. So like my, my dealership, I'm on their email. I get coupons every month and I kind of can just keep them in my email. And that way when I, cause like, I always have to go get an oil change. Oh, so yeah. I always will get those. Like, and I'll, I'll always check my coupons and see like, what is available? Like, oh, is it like, oh, you get free wiper blades or you know, the town I was in when I had a car, it, they did military Mondays. They also would do like, they would do like some, they had some cute name for like women Wednesdays. So they like gave you discounts and offers and like they would have like girly appetizers yeah. or foods like while you waited to get oh your car. Yeah. Like they did a really great job. So like freebies can be stuff so for your dentist. It could be even just like, when was the last time you got your teeth cleaned? Did you know that mm. your insurance covers to a year, no out of pocket expense and yeah, like what, an insurance you, guide for if you were a dentist, you could give away a dental insurance guide. People would like really like that because I got to tell I, you, I do not. Yeah, I think any insurance person needs to be like, ins like trans, like the ten most important things about insurance mm -hmm. explained to a first grader. Like if someone could explain that. Yeah. I'm 32 years old and I am still constantly confused by insurance and taxes. So I mean. Taxes are so confusing. I'm just I saying I don't even, that's all I know how to do for anyone that does taxes or insurance. I think that you might have just gotten two new clients. If you can explain yeah. this to us in like IRAs and money stuff for entrepreneurs and stuff like that is like, that's information I think everyone needs and doesn't have. 
this is literally who we're talking to. We're talking to, these are those everyday, quote unquote, boring businesses that are trying to connect with people in a way because there is just nothing, sorry guys, don't take this wrong way. There's just nothing really exciting about taxes and insurance and getting your teeth cleaned. It's, it's exciting if you can simplify it. That's what people want. If I, it's going to excite me if it's going to make my life better. It's something I know I have, but it just feels like this big adult big. stress. And yes. if you guys know anything about anyone under 40, adulting is the worst thing ever. And so these are things we tend to avoid. Yeah. So this is going to help get those people in the door, get those people on your email list. Like the number one thing I've always taken away and Amy Schmittauer talks about this in her book, the blog blast, which basically is my Bible. And she talks about how you do not own your social media followers. Mm -hmm. If Facebook just goes away tomorrow, how would you connect with all of the people that follow you for business or like your page or in some group with you? There's no way, but you'll have their email and email is a great way to get people in. And you guys know that I've talked about this before, that email is not my favorite, but it's still an important form of communication. No matter what anybody says, the two things I do every morning in bed is check my Facebook updates and go to my email. So it's an important way to get. So use these landing pages to capture those leads. And I am going to step in here more than I already have and give you one extra tip that you should make sure that you're doing with all of your landing pages. You need to make sure that you have your Facebook pixel code on your landing page. Now that is kind of like a next level Facebook advertising thing. And I'm sure at some point we will do a show. And once I do have that, I will put a link that in the show notes, I will go back whenever the episode happens, add it to this one. Make sure you check it. But that Facebook pixel is how you track people. So if you're advertising to people on Facebook, you're going to be using that Facebook pixel to continue to market to them. So if someone's interested in your landing page and does something like clicks the like or goes to the link or goes to your Facebook page, Facebook remembers that that person was there. That person saw you, that person was interested and they will, and you can keep advertising to that person. It's like another email list, but it's, it's like a spy. The, it is. It's like a spy. It's like, it's remark. It's yep. a form of remarketing, mm-hmm. which again is a whole other thing, but so many shows from this show, but, no. <laughs> but the pixel is something that you're going to want to add to your landing page. And again, it's a next level thing. So if it's something that you're not sure about, you know, something you're confused about, any web developer that mm-hmm. knows anything, if they don't know what a Facebook pixel is, fire them. But <laughs> you can totally add that to your site and it's going to track. Even if you're not doing anything with it, you yes. want it for later. At least now. You could even do it now on your main website before you're even ready to think about landing pages just to start measuring people. Yeah. Measure. Analytics. That's probably should be like our sixth thing. Like Call, determine your CTA, lock down your messaging, include a testimonial, uh, make it, distribute it. And then we need to have like a little asterisk bonus that's track it. How do you advise? Yeah. How do you, how do people know how to track their stuff? I believe, I believe that lead pages does tracking internally, or at least has a Google analytics integration that will let you use Google analytics to track user behavior. Um, if you are doing it like not through lead pages, lead pages is just like so easy, but like if you were doing it through your website, 
making sure that whoever is helping you put it together has set up tracking, either using whatever software there, because there are certain softwares that let you place opt-in forms that measure as part of the software. So some softwares that work with WordPress will measure for you. If you aren't using one of those that does the measuring for you, your web developer will, they will be able to know. I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't be able to know it because you could totally Google it, um, but just how to set up tracking on a, on your own website. So you can see, okay, like how many people like came and then who went to the party? Like, you know, what, what percentage of people actually took the action that, you know, you wanted them to take, but that can all be done through Google analytics and making sure it's integrated with what you're doing. Awesome sauce guys. All right. Well, Liz, I think that you've given people enough information to like get started. Mm. Any closing thoughts, words of wisdom, personal call to action for your own business? I would say number one, and especially thinking about your audience being people that are in the, that are in these quote boring business professions, right? People that, you know, often talk heavy and use like language that makes us have to adult and stress out (laughs) like the insurance people and the financial professionals and so on, even the contractors use as simple language as possible. I mean, I think a really great exercise is to look at all, even just looking at all the sentences on your current website and rewriting them to be like, like they don't have to be baby talk, but like so simple. So just to give you an example, like even thinking of schedule a call instead of schedule a consultation. Do you know what I mean? Like that, I'd rather schedule the call than a consultation. Like a consultation feels like I'm going to detention or like I have to like pay something or you know what I mean? Using just, just dumb down all the language because I say clarity over cleverness wins every single time with your copywriting and that people are going to love, like, I mean, people will respond way more to stuff that's easy to read. And it's actually, it it will increase user engagement when you use easier words. And I think that's the easiest way to improve your website without hiring anyone extra, is just rewriting a lot of the words that you're using on your website, Um, making sure they're very easy. I do have a free video that's about copywriting and it gives you five tips to improve your copy for your website. You can also apply it universally. So to landing pages or social media posts, and you can get it at free copyvideo.com and we will also include that one in the show notes guys all right liz how can people follow you on social at liz teresa everywhere and it's liz teresa like l-i-z-t-h-e-r-e-s-a awesome sauce well guys i hope that you enjoyed our silliness but also learned a whole (laughs) lot about how you should be using landing pages for your business thank you again liz and thank you (laughs) and until next time guys i'll see you soon Thanks for listening to Marketing for Your Boring Business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of Marketing for Your Boring Business. This podcast is presented by All-in-One Social Media. All the social media your business needs starting at $125 a month.